been five weeks since you went away Left without a word, nothing to say When I was the one that gave you my heart and soul But it wasn't good enough for you no, so I ask God, God send me a bundle from the heavens above, uh, send me a bundle to heal my ball scalp from being so bald, bitch, cause all I do is cry. God send me a bundle to wipe the tears from my eyes. Ugh. And I know it might sound crazy, but after all that, I still need you, Bundle. You want to come back in my life, but now there's something that I have to do. I have to tell the one that I once adored that they can't have my Bundle no more. Because my scalp is all out of lies, and my eyes are all out of cries. So, God... God send me a bundle from the heavens above. Send me a bundle to heal my broken scalp from being bald in the scallywag. Cause all I do is cry and sit like a fucking chicken head. God send me a bundle to wipe the tears from my eyes. Welcome to the Solomon Ray Podcast. I'm your host, Ball Solomon Ray. Um... That was a a very beautiful rendition, but also deviated. You know, I took a deviated turn with that. Um, shout out to Amanda Perez and Angel. If you are, I don't know how far. I'm listen. I say this. I'm not shading Amanda. I'm really not. I'm really not. Like, hold on. That really came out really kind of funky. Wait a minute. I'm just, I just know that this is a California classic, especially a Southern California, like this song, bitch, the first chords, everybody feel it. Everybody feel this, like everybody goes up for this song. So I'm just wondering like if y'all loved this song, like if y'all lived on like the East Coast or like let's say Miami, Florida, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to deny this song because y'all need to like it but i just know for a fact like everybody who grew up in southern california mainly well hold on for sure black and mexicans we definitely just went up for the song god send me an angel from the heavens above oh, like bitch and the funny thing is you be like dead ass eight years old crying to this song, like really going through it. Like, bitch, my life is like really fucked up. Like, oh my God. Like, Amanda, Amanda Perez had the girls in a fucking chokehold. Like, we really thought, like, mind you, I was singing this song, ain't never had no boyfriend, ain't never been kissed, ain't never been nothing. And literally was going through like, oh God, like I'm praying God, Jesus, bring him back, bring him back, Lord. And mind you, I didn't have nobody to bring back. <laughs> But so I'm just, you know, shout out to Amanda Perez because this song is, it's really, it's honestly, it's, I don't even really want to say it's a hood classic. I don't even really want to say it's like, it's just a, honestly, it's a classic. It's just like an all around good 
Um, I was about to say good feeling song. It's not. Because, bitch, you'll be in your mood. Like, if you... Hold on, let me play it. It's like, let's say you just, like, ch- chilling. Like, let's say you're talking to somebody. You were like, yeah, girl, so I was just, like, talking to this dude. And, you know, it's, like, really... You... And then, so I was... Uh, so then I was that... Hold on, girl. Oh, my God, girl. Five months since you win. Oh, Ooh. Ooh, nothing to say. Bitch, when when that when that that will get you together, that little intro. Shout out to Amanda Perez. She really fucking deserves her flower. She has another song that's really a ghetto classic. What's the other one? It's called Candy Kisses. It is so ghetto, bitch. Like, hold on. Let me. If I play you this song, I wonder if y'all can actually hear what I'm playing on this mic. Am I recording? First off. Okay, let me play this real quick. We're going to get in the show, but we just got to talk about this real quick. Candy Kisses is so ghetto. Like, <laughs> it's so ghetto, but it's so good, though. Like, listen to the, listen to the, the, the beat. <laughs> no, no, listen. If you know, you know, bitch. Yes. Like, this is when you had, like, a little... You would change your MySpace music, you know? Angel fire, bitch. Come on. Never. Never. Bitch. Bitch, I want to be a little Vato boyfriend so bad. Come on. Bitch. Uh. B. Ooh, me, yes. One, four, three. Come on. Bitch, kid in the candy store. Bitch, this is so ghetto. I love it. He's now he's my now and later, bitch. Girl, hold on. Honestly, the girls need to put a lot of respect on um Amanda Perez. Queen Amanda Perez. Oh, what about Prey? Now me just playing all these random songs. Oh, she she would have you in a mood, bitch. I wonder what she's up to these days. But anyways, um, Candy Kisses was really a motherfucking bop. That was really when <clears throat> I'm trying to think, how old was I? 2007. Oh, I was literally 20 years old. Really just kind of, honestly, this is, I don't want to say my lowest point in my life, <laughs> but definitely not a shiny moment. But yes, shout out to her. You know what's crazy? I literally just got off the phone talking to my friend and I was like, girl, I do not want a man, I don't want to be with nobody. I really generally feel like I'm just not that girl. I don't think I want to share my space. I don't want to share my bed. I don't want to share my car. I don't want to share anything. I don't ever want to check in with nobody. I don't want somebody being like, girl, what you doing? Where When you coming home? I don't want none of it. I just don't. I don't desire it. I don't long for it. I'm not someone who's like, 
like, oh, I want to like cuddle up on in, in, in bed. I don't. It's too hot. It's too hot. You know what I'm saying? And right now, my mom, I got a little beef for her right now because she really got this heater on something whoa. My mom got this heater on whoa. And I'm like, ma'am, I can't keep waking up with dry eyes and dry skin every day. I'm trying to, you drying out my bundle. You know what? I'm, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, I need to do, I actually really do need to have a discussion with my mom because I she better not be drying out my bundle. Because I can't have this dry heat. My mom be having the heater on 80. And I'm like, ma'am, I can't breathe. The cats is spiraling. I just can't. We got to turn it down. Um, But needless to say, I don't want no man. But bitch, when you listen to Candy Kisses, they be like, I kind of really want one. But not really. You ever have those feelings like you be like, oh, I kind of want me a man. And then all of a sudden you're like, actually, just for like a split, split, split second. Like just a a, a, a little split second. You'd be like, oh, I kind of want me a man. But then you realize, like, life without it is so much easier and so much nicer. You know? But I will say, I just think I do not have that trait or whatever it is that people want. That, like, it's like, oh, I need to have companionship. Or I need to have, like, someone. I don't think I have it. And it's kind of scaring me a little. But I've never had it ever in my life. So, okay, we're going to get into the show, but hold on. Um, When I was a kid, I never thought about it. Like, I would never, like, fantasize, like, oh, my wedding or whatever. I would definitely think about, like, oh, would it be nice to, like, raise kids or be a dad, you know? I thought about that. But mostly it was really about, like, what I wanted to accomplish in life, what I wanted to obtain and, like, do. It was never, like, I think about being with somebody. I never had that. I remember one time I was working on a vision board I tell this story all the time, but it's funny. It's a key key. I was working on a vision board and I had everything on there. I had a nice little house. I had this. I had like all the shit that I really wanted in life. A good business, blah, 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 blah. Woo, do, woo, do, woo. And, and I mean, I had like a little, a little small area on the vision board um, with a child on it. And then I had like one small area on the corner that I could not find anything to put in there and I asked my friend I said hey girl like what should I put here and he was like bitch you ain't got no man why don't you put a man in there I was like wow that's crazy I that didn't even this whole time I've been working on this vision board all week I never once it didn't even cross my mind to be like oh let me put like a guy in here I just it just don't be in my frame of mind it's just not something I'd be thinking about but um anyway, shout again, shout out to Amanda Perez, shout out to Candy Kisses, shout out to Angel. <sighs> Hood classics, bitch. Um, so let's see. There I can't access the Apple Podcast reviews right now. Let me try try again. But I can't access them. Uh, let me see if they'll let me do it again. It says cannot connect right now. Um Solomon Ray. Yeah, it's not allowing me to access it. So I can't read the reviews, but if you did write a review, I want to say thank you. And I want to say thank you to everyone who's written and rated this podcast five stars and five stars only. If you rated it four stars, count your fucking days, bitch. If you rated it three stars, you're a raggedy ass hoe. And honestly, if you rated it two, especially, honestly, I don't even have problems with people who rated one star. Because that means, you know, because it's really a give or take. 
if you give it and you take it, like, it's really a give or take. Either it's a five or it's a one. It's not in between. But, bitch, if you rated it two stars, I really hope your hair all falls out and you really do become a ball, bitch. And I hope that you go to Miss Turkey to get bundles. And I hope the bundles fall out. I hope the bundles actually do not attach to your scalp. I know that's really harsh, but I really hope that to be true. Especially if you rated it two stars. But if you're a bitch who rated it one stars, I, I honestly, I really admire you. I always will admire a bitch who's standing her shit. If you say, yeah, bitch, I did it and what? I'm like, you know what? I fucks with it. You know, I really do. Anyway, so sh- thank you guys so much for that. What did I do this past week? <sighs> Besides, honestly, um, I know two episodes ago, two weeks ago, I was talking about how, like, I feel ugly. Like, I really am just, like, sad, depressed, lonely, looking like a motherfucking scrub, bitch. I ain't got no motherfucking hair. And I thought that was the end of it. It got worse. It's just getting worse. I'm just like... I just need this to end. I just need it to really fucking end, bitch. So... Now, like, the shedding phase keeps going and going and going. And it really doesn't really end until all the implanted bundles fall out. So I still have a couple straggling bundles that are taking a while to just fucking fall out. I'm like, bitch, get out. Just come on. Like, 90% of the bundle has already fallen out. There's still... Actually, I would say, like, 95% has all gone. There's still, like, a 5% that are straggling. Like, bitch, fall out. So you can start growing. You dumb bitch. Get out of my scalp. So they're the stragglers. So, but in the course of... The last two weeks, I would say, when I when I was complaining, I want to say 70% of my bundle was gone, but now it's close to like 95. So now I'm even more bald, even more ugly, even more atrocious, even more of a jump scare. And honestly, I'm just going to take like some black trash bags or something and just cover all the windows in the house because... Every time I be like, I be really forgetting, like, I'm ugly. And then I be looking, I'm like, oh, my God, bitch. Oh, my God. Why is there so many windows here? Side note, I was hearing how one of the biggest designs now in home design or whatever is mirrored walls. And while it sounds a little tacky to me, I kind of want to see it and see what it looks like. I know that's like, I just went on a tangent. But anyways, so mirrors yeah i'm a jump scare um it's starting to look real scrum nasty and yeah i'm just but i woke up yesterday and some of the redness on my scalp is starting to dissipate and it's and i think it's really because i've been using my collagen serum to speed up because there's an epi- like I've told y'all a million and one times there's an epidermal growth factor in there so it helps with healing so if you have any scars um burns if you have um early stretch marks if you have keloids early keloids not late in the game keloids if you have um acne scars whatever 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 it helps with that so I was like bitch let me start fucking 
drowning my fucking scalp in this shit. And now I'm starting to see that the scalp is no longer red. Because that's my thing. I don't, like, I don't want to look like I have a receding hairline. I don't. I really don't. Especially if I didn't have one to begin with. That's the thing that's really starting to gag me a little bit. It's like, like, yes, I did. When they had all that damn extra hair, they were like, we can put it in the back, further back in your scalp to kind of reinforce in case you start to bald. I was like, yeah, that sounds fab. Now I'm just like, bitch, no. Like, I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm glad it's there, but it's like now, now I look like I have a receding hairline. Like, it's going to be better in the long run. I get it. But it's like, I'm just really going through it. So anyways, um, the thing is, now I, 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 I can handle slightly looking like I have a receding hairline. But like the redness of where it was implanted, I need that shit to go away, bitch. I need that to go the fuck away. And it slowly is. Like, yesterday, I, I looked in the mirror. I said, oh, my God. Like, it's starting to, like, 25% of it is about gone. We still got a big old chunk of the redness that still got to go away. But, yeah, that's kind of, like, one of the... That is the the part. Because I don't... Like, if I walked around with a, with a receding hairline, I'm not the only bitch in the world with a receding hairline. You know what I'm fa- I'm saying? Like, as long as the face card don't decline, you're kind of good. As long as you have, like, some facial hair, you're kind of good. But, bitch, you got a receding hairline and the redness, you really can't walk and go do, do shit without a hat. You know? So, I'm just there. And I'm sure I will be here for another month and a half, maybe two more months of just... Really, like, when I tell y'all, bitch, this recovery is not fun. It's not. And I think this recovery is a lot harder on me than the last time I did it. Like, when I first did my uh, first hair transplant in 2016, that, I, it wasn't like I lowered my hairline. I just kind of plugged in, plugged in, literally. I just added some hair in certain areas that to balance out my hairline. Because naturally, as a kid, my hair on my right side is, yeah, my right side um, went up a little higher than I just, I don't know why. I just never grew hair there since I was a kid. So I just decided to put some hair there. But my hair, when I did my hair transplant, my hair was long and I did not cut my hair for my hair transplant. So it was able to kind of like comb over the area that was red. But this, I'm just like, bitch. Because I lowered my hairline. So now it's like red on my forehead, bitch. I'm just really going through it. But um, that's that, bitch. Um, I went to Big Bear and had a blast. I went with... Um, She's been on the show. Like, we we did the, the Lovers and Friends thing. I went with my friend Tia. Um, She was on the love... Oh, hold on. When I was at Lovers and Friends, she invited me. And her and I did that podcast episode together. It was like a bonus episode. So she invited me to Big Bear with her family. And I had a, such a good time. Um, I've never gone, like... Y- y'all know I don't do camping and stuff like that. But 
I've always was like, you know what? I kind of want to do like the snowy atmosphere, like the snow stuff. So I, I went and I had a good time. Um, I met her, the rest of her family. She has such a big family, like a nice, loving family. And there's nothing more I love than seeing a group of people under one roof who all like love each other and there's no drama. There's just, just all like support and just love there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, like you can just feel it. There's no better feeling than witnessing that. It doesn't matter if it's your family or someone else's family, just knowing under one roof, there's a bunch of people that just are supporting one another are just there for you. You know, you can feel like a good close bond amongst them all. And just watching her with her kids and then her grandmother with her kids and even her grandmother with her and just seeing like these three generation of women and just how it seems very not, um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. It seems like they we're just supportive and like there for each other. And I don't want to say the word like soft parenting or nothing, but just, you know, like sometimes you can tell when certain things have been passed on from generations that, you know, just probably haven't been worked on or, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with it. We've all been there, bitch. I'm there. <laughs> Me. um, You know, and just to see that dynamic was really nice. Um, yeah, it was just really good. It was it was a good m- moment for me to step away from the constant work that I've been doing lately, which was kind of starting to stress me out. So it was nice to take a couple of days off and be there. Um, we went snowboarding. And by snowboarding, bitch, let me tell you something. I went down that slope once, honey. Once. And I was done. And you know what? I would have done it again. But her youngest daughter was like, I think I'm ready to go home and eat. I said, girl, me too. Let's go. Let's go. Y'all can stay here. We about to go home and go eat. <laughs> so that was um, that was nice. The altitude kind of gagged me a little bit because we were like 9,000 something feet in, in altitude. So I woke up the next day. I said, bitch, why can't I breathe? And I guess I was just kind of adjusting to like the low oxygen or whatever the fuck happens when you're at a high altitude um aside from that yeah it was just nice to see her the girls meet the rest of her family and then I went um came back on Sunday and so but yeah I think it was just nice to be under one roof and just seeing such love and support there and just this this um Like, a group of people who were very firmly planted with the idea that family is important. You know, if that makes sense. Um, Because later on this weekend, I was in an environment where I was in a home. And I was, like, really shocked. But also not actually shocked, but also not surprised. Um, that that does not translate for everyone that 
family does not translate like that, like what I witnessed in Big Bear, to everyone. And it just kind of made me sad because some people look and are are in family environments where there is tons of drama. You know, there is constant, you know, deep-rooted issues, unresolved issues, adolescent issues. And it just breaks my heart that that is some people's reality. Um, And then just to be like, just to witness people just fighting (laughs) family members and just fighting, tearing up their own house, just, you know, and I'm trying not to say this in like a funny way because it's not supposed to be funny. But it just breaks my heart to see that, you know, because there we could we you there those are things you could work through. There's things you could just definitely work through. But it doesn't. But the thing about like family issues and stuff like that is it can't just be one sided. It can't just be one person wanting to put in the work. Both people need to put in the work. You know what I'm saying? Um, and yeah, it just was. It was it was just interesting that how in one weekend I experienced two different family environments that were vastly different vastly like polarizing opposites um but yeah I think it just kind of really reiterated if I were to have a child in well bitch I'm about to be 40 in three and a half years so you know what I'm saying? Like, those are things I would want to work on. I mean, I'm, I'm a, I feel like I'm a pretty solid individual. You know, I feel like I'm pretty solid. I think I've really got my head on screw tight. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, like, there are things I told myself if I ever were to have a child, I would spend the nine months or the 10 months or however long. I don't really know anymore. I don't know what's going on. I learned something new about pregnancy literally fucking every day. Every fucking day, I find something new about pregnancy that I'm just like, what the fuck? Serena was talking about how, like, she can't sleep on her back because if she, um, her spine can push on something and cut off the baby's air supply. And I'm like, girl, what? Serena was also talking about, how like, reflexology. You're not supposed to have, like, a foot massage. I'm like, girl, this is crazy. So, anyways... I told myself, I made a promise to myself, if I ever were to have a child, I'm going to spend that year before the child is born going into therapy, working on anything that I need to just fucking resolve. Like, bitch, tell me what I need to fix, doctor, bitch, because we got to fix it. And then I'm going to also force my family as well to be in therapy with me because the last thing I'm going to do is bring a child in this goddamn world and have any of my shit trickle down on them. I I swear to God, I would, I, that's not something I'm going to ever do. Never, not a day in my life will that be the motherfucking case. And betcha by golly, wow, bitch, I'm going to force everybody who's in my life. You know, if we've ever had a little, not a squabble, you know, but like if we had something, we got to work it out. We got to put it in you know, the past, you know, not forget it, you know, but we got to work through this. If there's even just a couple little droplets left that we got to work on, bitch, we're going to work on it. And that's just been my promise to myself is if I do have a child, we're going to do, I'm going to have to do it. I'm, I know I will be in therapy, but there's 
gonna have to have like my family. We're gonna like have to work on through some stuff. And honestly, we don't have. I don't think it's like major stuff. It's nothing crazy. Like we're really cool. We've actually worked through a lot of stuff already. But I'm sure. I just think my fear is I just don't want to bring a child in this world and just dump all my unresolved shit that I wasn't man enough to work through on them, you know? And that is the fucking wild thing is like, and you know what? I can't speak because I don't have children, but I just feel like I would not want my children to witness and see certain things and in in their young unformed mind think this is what's normal this is what you should expect and this is what you should strive for this is how you should live your life because bitch when i come home bitch i done said this a million and one goddamn times on this fucking podcast when i come home this is a place for me to unwind, bitch, and take my bra off and let my titties hang. This is a place for me to just be calm, cool, pro- feel protected, feel safe. You know? I'm not... I wish I would be fighting up at my motherfucking house. I wish I... First of all... And then also, I wish I would be tearing up my shit in my house. You think I'm about to be tearing shit up in my own house? My home decor, bitch? My candles, (laughs) my furniture, mind you, the moving company already tore up my furniture to begin with (laughs) more on that later. But you think I'm about to be tearing up my own house, fighting, fighting people that I got to break bread. You're, you're bugging. You're really bugging. And then for my kids to think like, oh yeah, this is just, this is how we're, this is how you're supposed to act. This is how you're supposed to act as an adult. Absolutely fucking not. If if the, if I can't get ri- if I can't be emotionally mature, and that's also what's part of being a man is being emotionally mature. If I can't know, part of being a man is realizing, okay, these are some sh- this is some shit I got to do. These are some things I have to do for the not just the betterment of me, but the betterment of everybody around me. If that means I gotta. You know, secure employment. Cool. If that means I got to make sure, you know, my housing is good, whatever it is. But if it also means I have to work on my shit, too, so that it's not trickling down on the people I care and love about. What's the point of you saying you love somebody if you're inadvertently causing them harm? That don't make no motherfucking sense to me. That doesn't make any sense to me. The fuck you mean you love you love me, you care about somebody, and then it's like you inadvertently are causing them harm. How about you just work through this shit, be a fucking man. Part of being a man is learning how to fucking communicate, too. That's another thing. And it's so goofy because men be like, oh, they be in this, like, idea that, you know, just, like, just let it go, just let it go. Just, no, stupid. You supposed to, like, part of it is manning the fuck up growing some fucking balls and saying getting getting your shit off your chest for sure but then being able to communicate say say what's up talk and that's that's really the hard thing that's really hard because even myself sometimes i'll be like girl it's not even worth it just move on and then you keep hitting your head 
later on down the road and you realize like why am i hitting my head yeah bitch because you did not resolve this this shit is literally unresolved speak it out talk it out move on so girl it is what it is um but yeah i i have always made this promise to myself that a year before i i mean it doesn't have to be a year but girl I'm saying a year, bitch. I mean, I can start now, but how do you give? How do you give? <laughs> this is so toxic. I said all that just to say this. How do you give? If I don't have no baby coming, I don't need to work on myself. Uh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, if I have a child coming, I do, you know, I would want to work through some things, especially, and I know this is kind of like really crummy to say, but like, especially if I'm about to have a son, especially that. Not saying it's different for girls. I'm not saying all that. But I think there is a certain dynamic between fathers and sons that is very different than fathers and daughters. You know? It's a little different. Um, And, yeah. So, it is what it is. That's That was my um weekend. What else have I been up to? Aside from that, bitch... I've just been taking these motherfucking credit um, bureaus by fucking storm, bitch. Storming the fuck. I've been, like, literally knocking them out, bitch. One by one. One by one. Jab, punch, jab. You know, I've just been really knocking these bitches out. My credit... Hold on. <laughs> I just want y'all to know this. I should have really started this whole podcast off like this. Actually, I'm really... That was a big L. I didn't even start this podcast giving this off. Um... Welcome to the Solomon Ray Podcast. I am your host, Solomon Ray, with an 819 score, credit score. Uh, hold on, let me say that one more time. <laughs> Welcome to the Solomon Ray Podcast. I am your host, Solomon Ray, who also has an 815 and an 819 credit score. Um, sh- Shout out to me, bad bitch, you know what I'm saying. But um, yeah, I've been really working on knocking these hoes out. And today I got the last. Five. So here's the thing. I have actually, I don't even know what my credit is. I think on 819 or 815. Let me just check real quick. Okay, 819 and 801. Excuse me. My Equifax is 819. My TransUnion is 801. And my Experian is a lonely 703. Well, I just got word. That today I finally got the the last little bit of the last thing I needed to do to crank my experience score up. They finally approved it. They finally said, yes, we will take it off your credit report. Bitch, I was fighting tooth and fucking nail letting these bitches have it. And they finally like literally shout out to Brenda. Hold on. I need to send her something. I need to send her a fucking edible arrangement, bitch, or some McDonald's snack wraps. Cause it's really no shit. I'm sure Brenda would love more a snack wrap. I feel I feel I feel honestly, nowadays, what would you tell me this? What would you rather have? An edible arrangement or a McDonald's snack wrap? Right, a McDonald's snack wrap. Like anybody can get an edible arrangement right now. Bitch, if you are in one of the lucky states in America that are still that's now starting to roll out the snack wraps, you are lucky. Honestly, you could put, you need to you need to start selling them. 
you need to start selling them and and, and overnighting them across the country because I myself would buy them. But um, shout out to Brenda. There is this one. I had this. Um, hold on. So I I I had a car loan, and I was paying the car on time. Everything was fine until like the last year. That's when I started to like um be late to my payments. So needless to say, so but that right before I started to be late. They refinanced the car because I was paying so well. And you know what I'm saying? I was doing good. They refinanced the car. And so then they split the loan in two. So then the first loan, the main loan with the old refinance or finance, um, the old interest rate, they had split it. And so it looks good. looks great on my credit. But then the new one, the one I started to become late on, that was negative. Needless to say, I paid the car off, but it still was reporting as like there's late payments and blah, blah, blah. Woo, 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 woo. So then I hit up Deborah, not Deborah, I hit up Brenda. So all um, Equifax and TransUnion took it off my credit report. And so e- Experian would not, they would not fucking budge. So I hit up, I hit, uh, I called them and I said, hey, you know, I need to talk to so-and-so, so-and-so, and they're like, oh, is this um, Solomon? At first, I was like, oh, God, you know, I don't need nobody recognizing me because, you know, I don't need you to be like, bitch, you late on your shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, Side note, bitch, when I tell you every, just about every other day I've been getting recognized here in San Diego, it's like everywhere I've been going. Um, not everywhere, but like every day, at least every day I get recognized by somebody. Bitch, I got recognized, um, in fucking Big Bear. Oh my God, I forgot to tell my friend that. Yeah, I was walking, um, her daughter down the little slope area. And somebody was like, Solomon. I was like, oh my God. And it's so crazy because it's like, I feel so ugly right now. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, long story short. So I called the auto people. And I was like, hey, girl. And they're like, oh, we got your email request. She's going to work on it. I was like, can I talk to her? You know, because I need to explain. Because it was like a little short little email. Didn't explain the whole full T. You know what I'm saying? She said, actually, she doesn't like to take phone calls because um, she likes to look over everything and then, then get back to you and then reply. I'm glad I did not spiral. I'm so glad I did not spiral because I hung up and I got instantly annoyed. Like, you know, like when you are not like I wasn't instantly annoyed, but I hung up. And then shortly after I got annoyed, rethinking it, I was driving to Jamba Juice and I started getting really upset. I was like, did she just say she wasn't going to take she didn't want to she don't like to take phone calls. She don't like to take phone calls. How the fuck you working and you don't want to take your phone? You don't want to talk on the phone? That's part of your job. Like, I started, like, literally spiraling in the car to myself, mind you. I was like, what you mean you don't want to? She don't, she don't like being on the phone. What is she don't need to have this job? <laughs> I mean, when I tell you, I was literally, sp- I was getting so annoyed. Like, how the fuck you going to tell somebody who's trying to talk? Like, I literally need to talk to you about my loan. And you trying to talk about some, I don't want to be on no phone. You don't, she don't like to be on the phone. 
Well, she need to get on the goddamn phone because that's part of her motherfucking job. If you, if somebody hire you and they say your job is to walk the dog, pick up the shit and feed the dog, you need to walk the dog, pick up the shit and, and feed the dog. And part of that, that agreement of you getting compensation, getting paid for it is you got to do all three of those things. Walk the dog, feed the dog and pick up the shit. You can't later on talking about, well, I don't feel like walking no damn dog. Well, bitch, then you don't need to be having this goddamn motherfucking job. When I tell you, I started to really lose my marbles. So then I didn't hear from her for a whole day. So now I'm really already annoyed. I'm like, you know what? She don't want to talk on the phone. She don't want to do this. Mind you, I'm already spiraling because I already have an 800-something credit score on all the other two bureaus. I have a low 700 on Experian. And the only reason why it's 700 because this thing is on there. And I'm like, you're literally holding me up. You need to do, like, spiraling, right? So I'm like... Uh-uh, she ain't, t- she, it's been five months. It's been literally a whole fucking day since she called me, uh, since I, um, actually it's been over the weekend. I left an email, waited the whole fucking weekend. Now it's fucking Tuesday. She ain't called me back. Now it's Wednesday and now she ain't, call- uh-uh, she, and she don't want to be on the phone? No, no, no. Let me dial her up and let me go curse her the fuck on out and tell her to bitch, get on the goddamn fucking phone. Bitch, I call. She answers. She's like, hey, so-. no, no, she doesn't answer. So I leave a voicemail. Nice voicemail, but also like, I need to talk to you. And then I forgot about it for like a couple um, minutes. And then, I mean, a couple, like a couple hours, drove to the gym, was in, my, in the parking lot, getting ready to like get, walk into the gym. And it dawned on me, I said, this hoe still ain't called me back. Literally three seconds later, ding, 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 ding. There she is. I said, hello. So then she was talking. She was like, we're not really able to request a deletion with the credit report. You can take it up with the credit. I mean, with the credit bureaus, you can take it up with the credit bureaus. You can try to like work with them. And I knew I was going to get pushed back. But then I was like, I just let her know. I said, you know, I'm trying to buy a house. And I, I, you know, back then I really did not care about being late on things. I did not care about those things. You know, I was in my 20s. Now I'm just in a different place in my life. And I've been working really hard on, you know, just just being honest with her. And I was like, and it just sucks because like this is on my report. And granted, it's not going to stop me from buying a house, but I'm going, you know, I just was just talking to her like a regular person. I was like, it sucks that I have an 800 something on these two and this would this is affecting my report so much that it's at a low 700. And she was like, "You know what? Let me talk to my manager and see what we could do." And so she called me back today. She said, "My manager called. I told her everything. We are more than happy to send a deletion request to the credit bureau, especially Experian, telling them they need to delete this off, blah 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 so you can crank your credit score up." I said, "You know what, B- Brenda, you Shout out to you. Because I was about to eat you up. <laughs> I was about to tear you up, girl. <laughs> I was really about to eat you up. But a part of me had to be like, you know what, bitch? Like, just calm down. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't lose it until you speak with the people. Like, you know, and part of this whole credit thing is I'm just being like, being honest with them. Be like, hey, girl, like, this is what happened. Blah, blah, blah. Woo, do, woo, do, woo. And all of them been like, you know what? Like, people make mistakes. And 
they have you know she has she did not have to do the deletion she, she could have been like girl there's really nothing we could do you gotta wait seven years she said it'll be and that's what she said last yesterday she was like girl it's gonna be on there till next week she's like it'll fall off next year and but anyway so she was like you know she spoke to her manager she was like let me see what i could do came back and she said we sent it in right now baby so shout out to brenda shout out to her um who the fuck is this i forgot i live in a house with like a a landline I get so, like, I'm, like, looking at it like, what is this? It's a phone, bitch. <laughs> like, I forgot what it's like to have an actual phone. Okay, enough. Enough rings. How do we turn it off? Okay. Um. So, shout out to her. But, yeah, that's all I've been really working on is my credit and just getting that stuff up. I am working on getting ready to share with what I've done. The thing is, I just wanted to do it first to know these are things that work. So I'm not just saying before they, you know, it's, it's done like, oh girl, do this. And it didn't even work for me, you know? So, um, again, like I'll be working on, I'm trying to, I think I'm going to make like a course like a, sh a short little online course because there's so many moving parts. Like I explained before, it's like there's so many moving parts. So in case, you know, plan A doesn't work, there's also a plan B. There's part a part, you know, a plan C. There's also another way around plan C. There's another, you know, variant to plan B. Like there's so many moving parts. And I think when you know all of them, you'll be good. This one man wanted to charge me like thousands of dollars to do this. I said, girl, no. And that's the crazy thing. You could fix your credit yourself. You do not need to be hiring thousand nobody to do this shit for you. I mean, unless you got the money and you just don't really want to do it, cool. B fabulous. But for me, it was like, girl, I could literally do this myself. If anything, better. Honestly, not for nothing. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn or nothing. I think, I mean, I think I did this better than others because uh, some people are like bitch you're not you're never going to be able to get rid of student loans i said mm, we'll see <laughs> they're like yeah and then this one guy who's um who's not i didn't pay him but he's part of like the people who are going to help me do my my um home loan was like oh yeah like it's not going to really bump your credit that much it won't really do much it's not going to really like it's something that's old. It's not even going to do anything, bitch. And it bumped me up all the way into the 800s. So, girl, shut up. I know what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, please, please, like, leave me alone. I know what I need to do. I know how I'm going to do it. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I feel like I'm smart enough to do a lot of these things myself. You know, and in, in a better way. So part of me, and I'll explain this when I really roll out the little online course but um i didn't even so i'm more of an aggressive type person which is also my one of my best traits but also one of my faults is sometimes i don't really want to really sit down and talk with you i'm gonna do things the way white people do them and i'm gonna take it straight up so a lot of these things i went directly and filed a government complaint against all these credit bureaus. And then, and then I asked them to remove the things I wanted them to remove. And I just feel 
when they got the request, they have to respond in 30 days. Well, they have to respond to the government complaint in 15 days. So when they got the request and was like, hey, girl, Solomon wants you to remove these student loans. They already had the request from the complaint. So they were like, bitch, now we really got to look at this. Like, now we really got to like, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's what also helped me a lot. Like I said, I'll explain like my whole strategy behind it. But bitch, it's also it's really no shade, but it just didn't make any sense. I was like, girl, I make too much money. I pay everything on time. I've been really, 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 really good with my credit for the last four years. There's no, there's literally no way my score should be lower than an 800. Not to toot my own horn or nothing, but it just, it literally does not make any sense. And I was like, I need to, I need to start working on this because I deserve, <laughs> I deserve <laughs> an 800 plus credit score. No, seriously, period. So, you know what I'm saying? My debt-to-income ratio was very, very low. My credit card utilization is always at a 0%. Like, I deserve an a 800-plus credit score. So, needless to say, I'm going to share I'm gonna share with y'all with that. I'm going to share with you guys all that shit later on. So, please stay tuned. Um, aside from that, yeah, moving right along. All right, so if you want to write into the show, send in your questions at two so, bitch, what's the address? The Solomon Ray Podcast. Oh, wait, hold on. Actually, bitch, I'd be forgetting. Hold on. Just let me just look at this real quick. Oh my god, I'm so unprofessional. Um ow shit. It's called ask at the Solomon Ray Podcast.com. Jesus. Yeah, ask at the Podcast.com and I will add it to the show. This week we have a letter from Maya. Yes. I love the, the name Maya. Um, Maya. She says, Hey Solomon, my man doesn't want me to get a BBL and I need some fucking help, girl. <laughs> so I've been wanting a BBL for two years. I saved up all my money and told myself after Christmas I was gonna do it. My man at first was okay with it. Now he's against it. He will say things like, you look great without it. Now, Solomon, let me tell you, I am super flat. <laughs> I got hips, but no ass. But he makes remarks when he sees other girls on TV and points out how they don't have a BBL. It's annoying, but I'm gonna do it anyways. I know you gonna say dump him. I know you're going to say dump him, but what should I do to let him know I'm getting it regardless? Love, Maya. <laughs> Maya, girl. Um, whose draws are these? Uh, you know I wear a size for Oh, Ooh, I love that song. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. I'll be moving on, on, moving on, moving on, on. Bitch, when I tell you, not to go on a side side note, but it's that song had me in a goddamn chokehold. There is something about. I know this is a tangent. I'm sorry. I'm gonna get to the question. I okay. There is something about this time in R&B music where 
yes, we have the people who could sing, 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 but there was something really unique and even more slightly special with the singers who had nice voices, but did not do vocal acrobats. Because I'm not trying to say, say Maya can't sing. I'm not trying to say that. I'm not. But... Maya is not a vocal acrobat. She's not, you know, a Whitney Houston. She's not, you know, Patti LaBelle. You know what I'm saying? So these songs would come out and they was just kind of like very, not, I don't want to say nonchalant with it, but just like very almost conversational that it just, oh, I, I don't know something about it. Or it and it still, it stands the test of time to where it's still so good. Whose draws are these? Or you know who really kind of ushered that in? Um, Brandy was sitting up in my room. Yes. Sitting up in my room was produced by Babyface. And I remember Brandy was saying how she wanted to show Babyface how she could really, really sing. And Babyface was like, girl, we don't want you singing like that on this track. This is more of like a laid back, like, groove with it type track and she was having such a hard time with it and she was like no i can really really sing and he said that's not that's not how why that's not for this song and that's why that song was is so good oh yes sitting up in my room oh it's such a good song but anyways so but let's get back to your um your shit so young man i want you to wait you do, you want to get a bbl but your man don't want to. First off, first and foremost, it is your body who gives a fuck. You know, like, if you want to do something, bitch, that's really on you. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I would never make any decisions about my body and what I look like based off of what somebody else is telling me they do not want. I mean, in a roundabout way, we all kind of do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, like, I'm, I'm going to the gym to look better you know am i doing it really for other people i say no i'm sure subconsciously there is an aspect of it to where you are kind of wanting some sort of public approval but i think public approval is a little bit different than like direct approval from like your boyfriend you know what i'm saying where it's like public approval like you can't really you can't really you don't really have too much of a say-so because it's like, who who is the public? It, the public could be anything, you know? And it's such a general way of thinking to where I feel like if you... I can understand kind of wanting to do something subconsciously because of society versus, like, doing it because of my man. Does that make sense? Because ultimately, you're like, you're... Yes, a good portion of it. I, I want to say 95% of me going to the gym is literally because of me and what's in my head. But there is that added, like, sprinkle to, like, yes, there is a societal, not demand, but a need to somewhat fit in or stand out or look good. You know what I'm saying? That's never going to, like, go away. But, um... But if I was if I was with somebody and they were like, girl, um, I don't want you going to the gym because I like you the way you look right now. And I don't need you, I don't know, changing your body. I'm going to be like, well, you can go ahead and kick rocks. So that's the only option you have, babe. So would you like to leave today? 
okay, would you like to leave tomorrow? Because you have to leave. Honestly, I know you were like, oh, I know you're going to say dump him. But, <laughs> you know, I'd be OD with shit like that. But here's the thing also. I, first off, do whatever you want. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But, um, and I know you did not ask for my opinion. Because you said, bitch, I'm going to do it regardless. But I will say there is something about having, well, you know what? I know people who have big butts and they're okay with it. Um, I will say I'm the only one I think I know that I'm like, I wish my butt was smaller, you know? Like, I think also because of it, since I've been a kid, like, I, I don't want to say, like, there's trauma, because there really is no trauma, bitch. But when I was a child, like, people used to, like, kind of not tease me, but kind of, like, point it out. And I think there's something really uncomfortable about people pointing out a body part of mine that I do not like. You know, like, some people like it. I don't. I do not enjoy people pointing out body parts of mine it just does not it feels weird to me and it's always felt weird to weird to me since I was a child I remember I was being I would be in church and you know you would tuck in your shirt you know and put on you know have slacks or whatever and I think also because my waist is really small um which has to do with the a surgery that I had from when I was born so, yes, it's like, oh, bitch, she got a little small, little waist, but it's also because it was a surgery, bitch, because, <laughs> like, half of my fucking intestines are gone. So, there, that's the reason why my stomach is really, really small and teeny. Um, it, Honestly, if there was any good thing about my mom doing drugs as, as when she was pregnant with me is now I have a forever tiny waist. I mean, it's not going to be forever tiny because, you know, you gain weight, but it's it's not going to be what the, what the girls are giving. It's really not. Like, it's really not. It's going to always be, you know. But, um, so, because my waist is small and then I have a really deep arch in my back, plus I'm half black, so, like, the donk is already there. So, it's like, it's just, it looks crazy to me. I do not like it. It's something I've just been, like, even sometimes I'll be working out and it's like, I'll try, whenever I do legs, I just try to do my quads. I'll definitely do my hamstrings. I'll do um, calves. You know what I'm saying? But I do not like to do glutes because I just don't want my butt big. I just really just don't. Like, I really don't. I really hate it. Um, I was getting ready to, when I was performing in Puerto Rico, last year and in October, whenever the fuck it was, um, my friend was like, bitch, why are you putting on so many, like, tights and, like, spandex and stuff like that underneath your your pants? And I said, because I'm trying to flatten my butt. I'm trying to flatten it because it's one thing to look, you know, be able to take photos, but if I'm performing on stage, I don't want to turn to a side and it's just donk. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't want that. Like, it's just, I don't feel comfortable. You know what I'm saying? I'm 5'8". It kind of fucks up with my proportions a little bit. So I look like I got small legs. I look like I have a long torso. It's just a lot of, like, maybe body dysmorphia mixed in there. But, like, bitch, I just be like, girl, I just really fucking hate it. Now, 
And that's just me getting the older that I get. And then now that like BBLs are so prevalent and everybody got BBLs, it's given like, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like I just, now people don't even look at big butts the same way anymore. Like they'd be like instantly BBL, BBL, BBL. You know what I'm saying? Which is fine. Nothing wrong with it. But it also makes me wonder. And I think it's like, sometimes I'd be really like wondering, like, do y'all not, do y'all not have black people in your life? Like, y'all don't ever be, you know, y'all don't have, like, in homes with black people. Like, I don't know. I just think it's because I just grew up. And that was something I just saw all the time. So now it does not, like, shock me or doesn't, like, you know, it's just like, oh, okay. It's just, I don't know. But now I think... I don't know, girl. I think people are just so used to, like, BBLs. They just be like, oh, it's a BBL. And it's like, she might... She's just also black, bitch. Like, there's this girl. I saw her on TikTok, and she was doing something in the gym. I don't I don't even know what it was. But the comments was like, oh, she got a BBL. And I'm like, she just looks like a black woman who's under five foot five with a donk. Like, that's... Those things happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, Serena got a donk. And she's always had a donk. You know what I'm saying? Since literally we was in, since the day I met her. Like, it's always been like that. Even as, even so does her mom. Like, so it's, I don't know. Long story short, that's just me. Um, but I will say, everybody say they want a big ass. Everybody want to say they want a fat ass. Until you get one and it's like not fun. <laughs> that's the whole point I'm trying to let you know, Maya. <laughs> without dumping all my trauma <laughs> no it's like everybody be like oh i want a fat ass i want a fat ass i want a fat ass and then you get one it's like it's really not that fun you have to get all your clothes altered you know what i'm saying if you're buying pants you got to buy a, a a huge like size just to fit over it fit over your donk it depends on how big the donk is and then you got to like cinch in the waist it's just not I don't know. I mean, I'm, I think it's probably just different for women. I'm sure, like, women are, like, it's more great. I think for me, as a guy, I, it's just not the attention I want. That's it. That's, I just don't want that type of attention. I know tons of guys who be wanting that type of attention. I'm just not that. I don't really enjoy it. I don't think I really enjoy sexual attention. And I don't know where that comes from. I'm sure that's something I could work through in therapy. But I really, I, I want the type of attention to where it's, like, you're smart, you're intelligent, you're this, you're that, you're that. I don't think I ever want attention. Maybe as a, a, when I was in my 20s, I was okay with it. And now that I'm older, I just don't want that. I don't want any sort of sexual attention. I do not enjoy it. It really makes me very uncomfortable. And But, girl, it's your body. Do what the fuck you want to do. I will also cons- gently, gently, bitch, and this, again, this is your body. But I will gently like to offer you something to ponder. And that is um, uh, um, something that is proportionate with your body. Now, I don't know where you're going for this BBL. But the girls in, like, Mexico... The ones, especially in DR, they be giving the donks. They be giving the donks, bitch. 
they be putting in more liters of fat than what you're legally allowed to do in the United States, which is 100% fine if that's what you want. But it's a lot of dong. It's a lot of, it's a lot of dong, you know? So, and I think in your mind, you'd be like, oh, you, you know, when you want something so bad in your mind, you want something so bad. You'd be like, bitch, I can't, I want it. I want it. I want it. I want it. And you'd be like, bitch, let's go all the way. Sometimes what I've learned with any cosmetic enhancement I've done, dial it, dial it back. Cause right now your mind is telling you, this is what you want. So go all the way. Dial it back, baby. Dial it the fuck back. When I did my nose, I was like, oh, bitch, I want this. I want a little tran nose. I'm a little tranny nose. I want like something really small, teeny and pointy. I want to be fish. I want to be cunt, you know? And my doctor was like, girl, no. And I was like, no, bitch, you're going to do what I want. I'm going to find somebody else. And then I was like, you know what? He's right. Let me just dial it back. Let me do something very, very subtle. And I'm very, when I tell you, I thank God pr probably every day that I did not get me a little tranny nose. Okay. I'm so happy I did not. Give me a little Pinocchio, um, Princess Jasmine nose, bitch. I'm glad we did something very subtle that suits my face. If I wanted to get, let's say I didn't, I can go, always go back. You, once you start chipping away, there are certain things where it's like, do a little bit and then it may, and then you'll, more than likely you will like it. Then, you know, then assess it. So I would say, um, do whatever you want, but also can, but also try to recognize if you are, wanting something so bad that you're kind of not thinking straight you know because sometimes you'll be like oh yeah girl let's let's go all the way and you might get this big massive donk and it's like damn not to sh not to shade a friend of mine hold on am i recording not to shade a friend of mine at all but he got a bbl right and he so here's what I I could be 1000% wrong. But apparently it grows, like it gets bigger cuz of collagen production. I don't know. But needless to say, he did his BBL and he got mad donk then. Now, like he just like he just loaded it in. And now his body is giving hourglass figure. And, bitch, if that's what you want to give, that's what you want to give. There's nothing wrong with it. That's your body, bitch. I personally am a, I don't, as a, as a guy, you know, as a he, him, what he, him, his, bitch, I, as a cisgender man, whatever the girls are saying, whatever I am, as that, I, um, I don't want to have an hourglass figure. I think if I was a woman, I would want that. And um, it's a lot now. Like, it's big, big, big. And it's it's wild. It's a little wild. Like, he did this a few years ago, but now it's, like, wild. Because also, my what I'm understanding is, let's say your body has... I'm just throwing out a number, bitch. A thousand fat cells. It doesn't, but I'm just throwing out a number. Let's say your body is genetically coded to create... A, have a thousand fat cells. Let's say you remove 
300 fat cells, all right, and then shift it, or just remove 300 fat cells. Okay. Well, your body is going to have to regenerate 300 fat cells. So it's going to be somewhere else. So that's why you see some of the girls with these fat-ass arms, you know what I'm saying, these fat-ass cankles, you know, fat-ass necks, bitch. That fat going to be somewhere. But you put the fat back into your booty hole. I mean, not booty hole, your butt. <laughs> it's just going to just get, it's just going to be, it's going to be a lie, bitch. It's a lie. So I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. But what I'm saying is just consider just doing something. I will say beauty it, it has its trends, and you never want to do a beauty trend when you never want to do any sort of cosmetic enhancement if it's a trend. Now, getting a butt augmentation is not something that's just going to like go away, that will always be available. But because it's on a trend, it's actually on a decline of the trend right now. Um, because it is a trend, it's going to be more exaggerated, you know, and it's going to be more prominent now. So I would consider like what, where do you think BBLs will be in 10 years? Do you think people are going to still be doing donks or do you think they'll be doing more like subtle things to kind of give them a little bit more shape? You said you're, you have hips, but no ass, maybe something that kind of marries the hips with the ass. So that way it's just kind of like a nice, subtle, like cute little thing. Not saying that that's what you weren't going to go for, but all I do know is sometimes it's just nice to just dial back and see where you are. And every, anything I've done, I'm so glad I did less, you know, and I did not OD. Like even now, I made a very tough decision when it came to my um, my hair transplant. I said, I want to lower my, you know, my hairline because I have a big forehead. So I've always had a big forehead my whole life. So it's been, I don't want to say an insecurity because that's kind of like a pretty heavy, heavy word. I was not insecure like, oh, girl, I'm just like, it wasn't giving all that, bitch. But I was definitely like something like, oh, if I have some money later on down the road, I'll get a smaller forehead, <laughs> you know? So it's always been at the forefront of my mind, no pun intended. And so in, I remember in the office, I was like, oh, we can go lower. Because in my mind, I always fantasize about a smaller forehead. And then once we did the, the measurements and stuff, it was like, no, it needs to stay right there. And the part of me is, and then even right before I said, oh, maybe we should go a little bit lower. And now I'm just like, no, bitch, this is perfect. This is exactly where it needs to be. Because if it goes lower then it's going to look like I have work done. Does that make sense? Then it's going to look like, bitch, that looks crazy. Because it's not in harmony with my face. It's not in harmony with the rest of my, like, my facial features. And plus, you know, part of having a hair transplant is, you know, when you raise your eyebrows up and down, there's areas that your, your body moves. Your hairline is not supposed to move, bitch. So there are certain things I just, for me personally, I want to be, an, I don't mind doing my little cosmetic enhancements. There's things I'm going to forever do, bitch. I'm still thinking about getting my Asian eyelid surgery. You know what I'm saying? There's still like, I'm definitely going to give me a lower facelift, period. But I think I'm going to do everything I'm, I want to do. I just want to look like I don't have anything done. I want to look like a normal bitch, you know? 
effervescent and glowing and beautiful, but just very natural. You know, I saw this guy on TikTok. And I do want to try out this foundation, but it was a Kat Von D foundation or something like that. Baby, his face was so distracting. It was so distracting. I said, I can't even focus on the makeup application. This face does, it looks crazy. But then I was like, well, what about it is ugly? What about the face is ugly? And then I started thinking, I said, literally nothing about this face is ugly. The eyebrows are perfect. The nose is perfect. The cheekbones are perfect. The eyelids are perfect. The lips are perfect. The jawline's perfect. But why does it look ugly? Why does he look ugly? Why does he look frightening? And it's because I think you have to realize you have to pick things that will go harmonious with your with who you are, with that works. You know what I'm saying? A little small little tranny nose on my face is not going to I'm gonna look crazy. You know, like is that is that considered quote unquote the most aesthetic perfect nose? Yes, that would be considered the most perfect nose. But that perfect nose does not fit on my face. I'll look crazy. And then the harmony in my face goes off. And now people are looking at me like, bitch, something don't sit right. Something looks a little odd on this face. You know what I'm saying? So it's always nice to just dial things back. See what, be realistic with yourself. What will and will not work? You know, how do you have, the whole question was how to talk to your boyfriend, bitch. Fuck your boyfriend. It's not even about him. Because honestly, he might just be like scared to be like, bitch, you over here about to look like a centaur. You know what I'm saying? He he probably like, bitch, you gonna look crazy. And that's not the case. You can get a BBL and just look, it's just very harmonious with your body. You know? So I would just consider that. You know, but again, do whatever you want to do. Bitch, if you want to look like a centaur, bitch, look like a centaur, okay? If you like it, I love it. Mm-hmm. But that was a very long explanation of talking about literally nothing when all I really want to say was, fuck your boyfriend, <laughs> do what the fuck you want to do, and if he don't like it, bitch, dump him because there's a 50% chance in general you guys are going to break up. I don't know what the rates are right now, but it's probably like 60% chance y'all bitches are going to break up in the in the future. So I'm not trying to like make you feel like shit and be like, damn, like you really about to think about that. Yeah, you're pr- there's a huge chance you're going to break up. You're not going to last forever. There's a 50% chance you're not going to last past five years. So that's just the data. You can take that up with um, the people who've conducted the data and then bitches who are subjects. But that's just where the data stands. The girls are going to break up. 50% of the girls break up. So that it is what it is but yeah just fuck him get your little bbl bitch be safe you know what i'm saying do your research that's honestly my concern is i don't even care about the boyfriend just do your research you know make sure it's the right decision for you and then that's it so moving right along all right so this week what do i got beef with I have beef with Law & Order SVU. So, Dick Wolf, let me tell you something. Um, I don't know if anybody watches Law & Order. 
especially SVU. I think there's something called criminal intent and organized crime. Ain't nobody watch those. Okay. Nobody watches it. We all watch SVU. Okay. So we don't, I don't even know why. They need to just go ahead and put those things on ice and put the budget into SVU. You know what I'm saying? We don't, ain't nobody watching organized crime. Ain't nobody watching criminal intent. Nobody gives a fuck about none of that bullshit. We care about SVU and Mariska. Okay. We care about Benson. All right. No, we miss Munch. Bring Munch back. We fuck with Finn. We like Finn. Um, who else do we like? I liked Amaro. Um, uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else used to be on there? We definitely miss Stabler. Duh. That's like a constant stay. And the fact that they be playing these games with these little crossovers, making it because they put Stabler. Hold on. Honestly, I'm re- there's so many things going on right now that's really spiraling me and I got beef with. I hate the fact that they brought back Stabler, but then gave Stabler his own little fucking spinoff with organized crime. Bitch, we didn't ask for that. We did not ask for Stabler to be on organized crime. Because ain't nobody watching. I'm, I love Stabler down to the ground. And we love the whole duo with Mariska and fucking Stabler. Um, Benson. I be call, calling her Mariska, bitch. We like Benson and Stabler. Okay? We love that. But we're not we're not going over to organized crime to go watch a Stabler. It's not going to happen. Bring Stabler. Put him on fucking SVU. That's the first thing. For, Dick Wolf, that's what you need to do. Bring Stabler. We've been asking this. So it's just so I don't really get it. Like I really I'm actually getting ups- upset right now. I don't understand how biz- businesses be listening to us. We be like, this is what we want. This is what we want. This is what we want. And for some godforsaken fucking reason, y'all be like, yeah, but I don't know if that's really what you want. How? How sway? How? We're literally asking you McDonald's to bring back the goddamn fucking snack wraps. Where are the fucking snack wraps? Oh, they're in, they're in a couple places in in um, Long Island. A couple of them, so and so. Bring them, just bring them back. They're in London, bitch. Bring them back. We've been asking for the goddamn snack wraps, and they be playing on our fucking face, tweeting shit like, "If we could bring back one item menu, what would you like?" Tweet us your answers. The snack wrap, bitch. The snack wrap. The snack wrap. That's what we want. Bring it back. That's what we want. We want. We want. We want the snack wrap. Bring back the goddamn snack wrap. And quit playing in my motherfucking face. Same thing with fucking Law and Order. Put Stabler on the goddamn thing. Don't put Stabler on organized crime, DEA, smugglers. I don't. We don't care about none of them da- damn spinoffs because we ain't watching them. We watching SVU, baby. Check the ratings. We are not watching none of that shit. We are stuck on SVU. It's been 24 seasons. That's all we watch. We don't watch them other... We, I don't even know what's going on over there. I don't even know what Criminal Ten is about. Can somebody please explain to me what criminal intent is about? We don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know what that even means. Organized crime, I can kind of understand what that means, but I'm not even really trying. I don't even care. Don't care. Do not care. We are watching SVU. We are not going over there. Stop asking us to go over there, bitch. Bring Stabler on over to SVU. That's my one beef. My second beef with Law & Order is this. Stop doing these crossovers. We don't care about the crossovers. Season premiere is going to be... I'm not watching that shit. I'm not doing it. I'm not watching that shit. I'm not. Please, just put the episode... Put the premiere episode on fucking SVU. We're not going over there. We're not watching it. Third thing I got a problem with is... 
Stop turning SVU into criminal intent and and not, not criminal intent, cr- um, organized crime. SVU is supposed to be a one-hour episode from start to finish. I should not be tuning in each week to wrap up each episode. This is not a series. You are not HBO. Stop that shit. Wrap up the fucking criminal investigation at the end of the hour. We need to send these bitches to, to prison and move on with the next crime. I when when you start an episode of Law and Order, I don't need to see, I need to see somebody getting chased down, raped, mugged, or something else. And then then that's how we start the episodes off. We've got to start the episodes off with sexual abuse, sexual, some, some, something sexual. Whatever, as sexual special victim stuff. Kids, you know, old people, rapes, stuff like that. That's how we start the episode. We're not starting no episode with a recap. Last week on... No, we're not doing no last week shit. No. Start the episode off with a rape. Then get into... Um, them walking into the office, the SVU talking about, can I, can I talk to, 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 uh, detective so-and-so? Yes, yes, yes. Sit down. Let me, let me get your statement. What happened? Then roll it in on, into the investigation. Then roll it in on the ID. Then give us a cliffhanger or not a cliffhanger, but give us like a, a little turn of events and then break, bring us into the courtroom, have them fucking spiraling on the courtroom and then find out that it wasn't one, but two, but three people who were involved and put all three of them in jail and wrap that episode up and move on. I don't want to start no fucking episode of SVU talking about last week on last week. It's been three. I, I literally, I think this past episode, the episode that aired Last week was finally like a, a solid, like a brand new episode that did not have to do with this long shit. We, I don't, please. It's so annoying. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Because when I watch TV, I don't really watch TV much. I sit, I went after my whole day is set and gone, bitch. I be in my motherfucking bed and I got a solid 30 to 40 minutes before I fall asleep. So when I watch an episode of Law and Order, I'm not going to be able to finish it. I'll only be able to watch like half of it. And then I fall asleep. Then the next night, I finish the in the rest of the episode of Law and Order. Well, if there's all, if it's like four episodes that are going in together and blending into a get together, I woke up. I was like, yes, last week I said, I feel like I'll be watching the same shit. Well, what is going on? It was messing me up. Stop blending in all this shit. Stop doing all these crossovers and 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 these part threes and part fours and and double premiere. Stop. Just keep the same format. Y'all been on it. Listen, y'all been on air for twenty four years. Twenty four years. A lot of the girls don't get it. A lot of the girls don't get shows like that. A lot of the girls are not. And then it's like y'all been on the air for twenty four years, still pulling in five plus million viewers each week. Keep the format. Y'all gonna fuck up a good thing. Cause I was like, I'm about to, I'm gonna turn this shit off because I can't keep turning in on this shit. And it goes back to like some shit that happened. I thought for, I can't even keep track no more. Four episodes ago. Why are we still talking about this person? Isn't he dead? Move on. Nobody cares. Nobody cares, Dick Wolf. No, literally, like, I'm not even, I, I know I'm ODing right now, and I'm getting a little upset because it's literally so frustrating when 
it's like the girls are saying this is what we want and y'all are not doing it. If somebody tells me, Solomon, we want um, you to make a product like this or we want you to change this. You want to know what I'm going to do? I'm going to change it. I'm going to, I'm going to actually, that's free advice from the demographic, the audience, the customer base that actually funds this whole business. I'm going to go with them. I don't have to pay a, a group of people for their opinion when I'm literally getting it from the direct source. I'm going to do that. Bring us a snack wraps, McDonald's. We've been asking you when we're getting really tired. We've been asking you to bring back the high C orange. Thank you for bringing that back. Thank you. Now, uh, bring back the snack wraps. Because quiet as it's kept, there's really nothing good on the McDonald's menu. No shade. If you think about it, there's nothing that tastes great on the McDonald's menu. Maybe they've been changed, but I don't know if it's maybe just you, but McDonald's don't even taste good no more. It don't even taste right. It be tasting like I don't even know. It just don't 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 do nothing for me. It don't take me here nor there. It's really a take it or leave it. And I'm gonna leave it. McDonald's don't do shit. So I'll go back to McDonald's if y'all bring back them snack wraps, baby. Bring back the goddamn snack wraps. Keep the high C orange. Don't make sure it go away. Keep that hot mustard on, you know, keep the hot mustard going on. Thank you for bringing the spicy chicken sandwiches back. There's no need to keep taking them off the menu. Because I feel like every every 18 months, they gone. Ain't nobody told y'all to keep them spicy chicken sandwiches on that menu, please. Let that be a living item. Y'all got shit that we don't really want. Like them fucking apple, apple pie things. Ain't nobody want that shit. Nobody want that shit. Nobody. I don't know one person who'd be like, bitch, I'm craving me a little apple pie from McDonald's. Nobody. That sounds crazy. No, bring back the snack wraps. And Dick Wolf, I know Dick Wolf is over here just sitting here. Dick Wolf probably don't even watch SVU no more. But I know he he got the power. If if Dick, Dick Wolf say something, he could be like, bitch, cut them them things out and give us one solid um, standalone episodes. And put Stabler, put Stabler back on SVU and quit playing with us. Because it's like every 12 episodes, Stabler comes in on SVU. Just keep him on. Just keep him on. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's the thing that really drove me nuts when they were like, "Um, oh, Stabler is back on SVU. They did all this promotion just to be like, and he has his own show. Bitch, we didn't ask for that shit. We didn't ask for that shit. So, girl, bring back fucking Stabler and... That's all I really got to say about that and moving right along. All right. So final thoughts. My final thoughts is um, actually, you know what? Um, you if Okay. So another way I've cranked up my credit score also is because I've been using this thing called Stellar. It stands for Stellar Finance, but I think the website's called Stellar Fi. Hold on, bitch. Let me just type this in. Stellar. Yeah, it's called StellarFi.com. Um, and basically what it does is it um 
and this is not even like a promo. These bitches ain't really paying me like that. They're not. I mean, if you use my referral code, you'll get $5 or something. Anyways, I really don't care, but I just feel like I want to share this with you because it is such an easy thing to do to bump your credit score. So 35%, I think it's like 30 or 35% of your credit score is a com- is about credit card utilization, which is, it, and that counts for, that's heavily weighted. Now, there's certain things on like your credit score that's kind of like not really super heavily weighted, like inquiries or new credit. I think that's about like 10% each. But 35% of your credit score is literally about do you pay your credit cards on time? And part of, hold on, here's another thing. So part of paying your credit cards on time is you have to, they say keep it under 30% utilization. Meaning like if you have a thousand, a $1,000 credit limit, make sure you don't spend more than 300 well, really, the thing is don't spend no more than 10%. So don't spend no more than 100 But what's even better is if you have it lower than that and keep it at zero, which is kind of hard to do. But like, girl, it is what it is. So, but a way you can keep it at zero is this. So listen up. So Stellar Finance, Stellar, bitch, it's basically you get you get credit for, um, they give you a trade line and you... Put in all your bills, like your Hulu, your Spotify. You put in, um, what's that shit? Like, just whatever, bitch. Like, you can put in your your gas and electric. You can put in, I mean, some if you can put your rent in, it depends on how you pay your rent. You can put your rent. You can put Netflix. You can put whatever that you're not getting your bills. You know what I'm saying? Things that you get, you pay on a monthly that does not get reported to the credit bureaus. So, basically, they give you a credit line. And, um, they, you put in your information with them. They give you like a dummy credit card. It's like a MasterCard. And so basically you take the MasterCard number. It's all on the website, girl, but I'm just explaining it real quick. They give you like a small, I mean, a a dummy MasterCard number. And then you put that on your Netflix account. You know what I'm saying? So Netflix, um, charges the MasterCard, MasterCard, dummy MasterCard number, and Stellar Finance pays everything through your bank account. And so they open up a trade, li- a trade line with you. And so when they report it each month to the credit bureaus, they report 100% paid, zero balance. Meaning like if you have a $1,000 credit limit with them, which there's two things. There's like a $5 a month. It costs money to use them. It's like $5 a month or $9.99 a month. And the $9.99 a month, I think you get up to a $25,000 credit limit, which is what I'm using. And so they basically say like, bitch, out of $25,000 credit um, limit, this person is maxing out 0%. I mean, um, $0 of it. And part of having a good credit is showing that you have high credit limits and don't even need to use it because it lets the credit bureaus know like this bitch knows how to pay her her money on time she got her own little coin nisha she's not living on credit you know what i'm saying so that line will also help you a lot because like for instance um let's say you are someone who uses 30 or 40 percent of the credit cards that you have well, now that your credit limit is higher with, I mean, your credit limit in total is 25000 Now you using, what, $400 a month on credit. It's not going to, you know, the the use, the utilization is going to be low. Needless to say, it's it helps you out. And literally you're getting, 
your credit's bumping up for just paying shit that you already pay. And it does report to all three major credit bureaus, but it also reports to a fourth one, which is like Innovus. But ain't nobody use that shit. But so, but it re- reports to TransUnion, Equifax, and um, Experian. But I've been using it because I didn't want to talk about this until I did it. And I was like, bitch, because, you know, I don't like to talk about things until I've used them and can verify them. This shit do work, bitch. And um, I do know if you use the link, I'll keep it in my bio. If it's not in my bio, then use the link tree. Oh, actually, yeah, bitch. I'll put it in my link tree. Go to my link tree. It's link tree, whatever, slash Solomon Ray music. It's in, the link is in the link to the link tree is in this episode. And then you'll see the Stellarify shit. Um, if you, you if you do use my referral link, you'll get five dollars. Um, that's good for one free month. Um, again, I'm not doing it because I need money. I really don't care about this shit, but I just feel like I want to share this with the girls because this year is all about getting our shit together, bitch. You know, working on our credit, working on our fitness, bitch. Drinking more water, okay. We just trying to do things right, okay. And honestly. I don't want to scare nobody, but, like, right now, we're about to go into, like, nothing major. I actually don't think it's going to be anything major, but we're definitely going to go in a time economically to where you want to go into this with your credit straight. You want to go in this with all your shit straight. So, in case things get, even like, even worse and really crazy, you good, you straight. So, start working on that shit now. You don't have to use this, but... If you want, oh, bitch. Sorry, I just logged into my my thing. I just saw that they have, um, oh, my God, I have some referrals from y'all from when I posted this before. Damn, I got mad money in here. Oh, my God. Work, bitch. Shut the fuck up. No way. No, hold on, bitch. Hold on. <laughs> I actually, actually, please, please use my referral because I, I thought the $5 goes to, like, the monthly fee. No, if I have generate even more than the five dollars. Um, so if you get if you sign up under my referral, you'll get five dollars and I will get five dollars. And that five dollars goes to a bill, bitch. Oh shit. That five dollars went to a bill. Actually, yeah, girl, go go sign up to yo go use my shit right now. <laughs> Do not sign up under anybody else. Sign up under me, bitch. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> wait whatever i don't know what i said before this talk about i don't really care i do care actually change my mind please go sign up under me bitch use my referral link i'm not playing these games use my referral link use my referral link bitch i'm so serious i didn't realize it applied to a bill oh shit okay so it applies to bills bitch so yeah use if you if you if that's something you want however i i do want to say this if you do sign up and listen carefully if you do sign up it will create a new line of credit. So it will show up as a new account on your credit report. So when that happens, your credit does kind of take a little ding initially. Like they were like, oh, this bitch got new credit. You know what I'm saying? And two things will happen. It will give you like it's it's very it doesn't last that long. It lasts for like a month, maybe two, three months. But once you start paying your bills on time, it's like, girl, nobody cares. Um it was because it's like it's a new line of credit, but then also it changes the average um, time, average age of your credit, if that makes sense. So those are also some things to consider. But in my opinion, it's not that big of a deal, especially if you're literally opening up another credit line 
to reduce credit card utilization. And it's something that you're you're literally going to have to pay your bills anyways. So as at, at least let it every month crank up your credit score. So the first, when it get, first gets on there, it might take like a couple points down off your credit score, but eventually it's going to crank that bad boy up. Um, so let me see, what was mine? It cranked it up. It cranked this bad boy up 72 points in two months. So, yeah, that's kind of really about it. So, um, that's all. So moving right along. Oh, the, actually, that's the, we're, that's the end of the show. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, no announcements. Sorry, beauty. And Santo X Santo will be back up and running starting March 1st. So you'll be able to place orders and get things going. Aside from that, that's it. So see you guys till next week. Take care of yourself and each other. Bye.